Welcome, everybody, to the Indie Pod Podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I have a great, great guest for you today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this show. Hopefully, you're listening to it live. If you are listening to it live on Facebook Live, throw in the chat where you are listening from. I know we have people literally all around the world, and I would love to hear where you are listening from. I have some, or well, I don't want to say some, but I do have a pretty big announcement today, tonight to make. And before I get to that announcement, uh, I want to let everybody know that they absolutely should be coming to the Indie Pod Conference in September 24th to the 26th. 2020 it's going to be in philadelphia uh in south uh, philadelphia south swedesboro at the holiday inn it's gonna be an awesome awesome time uh we are we're, we're we're inching closer to just nine months away from this event um and i am super pumped and super honored to be having so many great people who want to come and be a part of the conference and the event and the person sitting to my left, your right, uh, is, is one of those people that, uh, hopefully will be in attendance. Hopefully we'll be speaking. Hopefully we'll be having a jamming, jamming time in there. I'm sorry if I look a little distracted because tonight we are doing something a little bit different and I, I don't know if this is actually working. So if you are listening right now on the platform, uh, which we are now streaming to, we have added a new streaming platform. I mean, we're talking about live streaming tonight. We're answering your live streaming questions here on the IndiePod podcast. Uh, and I have added Podbean Live to wow. the arsenal of streaming platforms. Yeah, wow, right? Uh, and that's because we have the honor of having our first ever in, in the, the, the three or four years, whatever I've been doing this show, uh, the, the first ever sponsored episode. So first off, let's, let's give it up for Podbean for stepping up and, uh, and being that, being <laughs> that team of people that said, yes, yes, Joe, I would love to sponsor your live stream podcast thing that we do here every single Wednesday. Super honored. Uh, so we, uh, let me see. I have like an ad read here. So this episode is brought to you other than by just indie PodCon. It is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. Uh, they give you all the tools you need for a successful podcast, such as unlimited podcast hosting, podcast distribution, monetization options for your podcast of any size and live stream podcasting capabilities, which we're utilizing right now. I think, I hope I, I don't have a way to testing until I get to introduce my guest to my left uh, and, and he starts talking so I can do, you know, some, some listening in this year to see if it's actually working. Uh, you can sign up today over at podbean.com. That's P O D B E A N dot com go check it out thank you so much to to podbean for for stepping up again and being the first ever sponsors of the indie pod podcast all right everybody uh there's a, a bunch of other announcements i'll make later but um 
Everybody, give it up for our guest who has who runs the LivestreamingUniverse.com website uh, and was, a, was just over at the NASDAQ getting interviewed, I, I believe. I think that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winnie Sun has a new show, and I was uh, a guest talking about live streaming. That is awesome. Everybody, give it up for Ross Brand. Woo! Hey, thank you, Joe. It's great to be here, man. It's and uh, congratulations here. on a new sponsor. You're going places. Uh, thank you. As I hope, I hope it's up. Right, we can only go up when we're all the way at the at the bottom here. <laughs> Shout out to Doc Kennedy over in Nashville, who won't be in Nashville for much longer. Uh, he's he just announced that he's moving to Dallas, Texas, which. Uh, Good luck with them Dallas fans. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm friends with a couple of them, but uh yeah. Good luck there. Good luck there, brother. Uh and Anita, how are you doing to this this fine evening? Um so Ross, to fill everybody in on the things that I didn't get to, you know, mention in that intro for you. Sure, sure. So I have a background in live radio, worked in radio for 12 years and then I went off to do some other things and I discovered a platform called Blab and fell in love with broadcasting again, uh, started hosting some shows and eventually uh, just fell into this and, and really came to love uh, live streaming and broadcasting, started podcasting along the way, have a YouTube channel doing all the different uh, audio and video content creation avenues including smart speakers and uh, flash briefings as well for alexa so uh just wanted to uh let you know livestreamuniverse.com is where you can find me and uh, i'm on social media as well and i went to mapcon for the first time now indie podcon or the independent podcast conference uh, this past year was my first time. It was in Atlantic City. I had a, a great time, got an opportunity to speak. Joe does an awesome job putting a conference together, uh, real family and fun and and a, a lot to learn. I love that it's uh, one track. Everybody's together. You get a lot of time to network and hang out with people and collaborate. And next year, it's in Swedesboro. And that's where it had been the previous years, but I'm excited to actually see what the Swedesboro setup is. So I'm looking forward to coming back. Uh, if you'll have me back this year, I'm, I will be back. Well, I would love to have you back. And uh, thank you so much for the kind words. I, I was trying to figure out. That's why I dipped out was to see if I could get <laughs> if I could find out if this is definitely recording. It recorded last night when I did the test, but I'm not. I actually don't know how to go about listening to it. Um, so if you go to IndiePodCon.com or dot IndiePodCon.Podbean.com, it takes you to our page. But I think I need to do a little more um, understanding and how, how it exactly works. But I'm pretty sure it's streaming. I, I'm like 90% sure it's streaming. So anyway, oh. <laughs> so yes, we, uh, yeah, we have, uh, we have quite a few. Yeah. Doc Kenny is the ones moving Larry, uh, and Larry Roberts is in Dallas. Oh, I didn't realize you were in Dallas, Larry. I, I hadn't, for some reason, I thought you were on the East coast, like in like Virginia or North Carolina or something like that. Um, 
It's 8 a.m. here. Oh, Sonia. Sorry. Sorry, Sonia. Uh, it, eight, wow. A.M. Thank you for listening at 8 a.m. in the morning. I, I hope I hope that I'm getting you pumped for your day. Um, so we we had a couple uh, of questions in the Facebook uh, in the Facebook group. But if you have a question, uh, please, please, please pop it in the chat on Facebook or if you're listening on Podbean Live. Uh, put it in the chat. I think I will see it here. Uh, I have it like on my screen down here. Um, if you have a question about live streaming, I think we got the guy or guys to to answer that uh, that question. Uh, the first question that we have, though, uh, comes from I'm pulling it up as we speak. It comes from uh, was it uh, Jeffrey Bradbury? Shout out yeah. to Jeffrey Bradbury of the Teacher Cast. Uh, I believe it's TeacherCast.net. How do you create a script for students when they are learning to broadcast? I do. Do you do you want to take a crack at that? Well, I, I'm not exactly sure whether they're going live or in this case, you're going to be, it, it all depends what the, what the situation is, what the time, I mean, there's so many different variables there. Um, but I would start by allowing them to sort of give them parameters, right. Of what they're go what the show's going to be about and what their speaking role is going to be what their topic is and then let them construct something in in their own words let them work on their own script so uh if they're five it sounds like it came from a five-year-old if they're a senior in high school it sounds like it came from a senior in high school uh of course you'll polish it up and tighten it up a little bit and and and, and add it a little bit but I would give them an opportunity first to find their to find their own voice, whether it's in writing or in how they how they deliver it. Um, so I don't know if I exactly answered the script question, but that's that's what I can I can lend to this at the moment. So I I actually to get the location for the first MapCon, I taught uh, a bunch of middle schoolers how to craft their own podcast like oh, wow. soup to nuts and i actually recorded i think like 80 percent like that like if we did like eight classes i think i got like six of them on on video uh where we you know went through oh. the process and figured things out and it was hard because like we were i was trying to do it like democratically where like we were you know picking out the name and who was going to be like the primary host and then we had other people doing segments and um they got to do research and then we had like two people that wanted to like head up to putting the wordpress website together and it's funny because the um you you know people in the in the podcasting space know this this site called squadcast now right well, that was the name of the podcast back in 2015. Um, we called it Squadcast. And we actually, I owned, and I don't know if I still, I don't think I still own it anymore, squadcast.org. Uh, so we we bought, like I bought the domain and uh, I, you know, got them to set up their own uh, website and, and they started recording. I think they recorded like two or three episodes in the eight week span or so that we did it. Did it. We were meeting for... I think like an hour and a half a week, uh, which was 
which was great. It was a, it was a really uh, it was a big learning experience for me because I had never taught a classroom before. So it was a very uh, it's very near and dear to my heart. I'm still friends with a lot of the parents from that experience, um, and some of the kids on Facebook now are in high school getting ready wow. to. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, right? Like, it, you know, it's like they, they were in seventh grade, like, boom, now they're like getting their driver's license and moving on with their life and uh, going to college. And I'm just like, wow, like that was only that felt like just yesterday. But it was it was like four years ago going on five years ago. So it's it's crazy. Um, so. So, yeah, I, I would say you know, let them, let them feel what they want to be, you know, build a top topics around and what they want to craft it about. Um, I would say that, you know, as younger kids, it's their first experience talking on a mic, first experience, all that stuff, having them being able to write notes, uh, having them be able to write a script, it would be probably pretty helpful, uh, you know, and, and really inject a lot of the things that they're learning alongside of, you know, putting together a podcast, putting together a live stream. And of course, as they get older, the more that they do it, the more they'll just be able to talk off the top of their head and bang, bang, boom, right. answer questions. Um, so I, I hope that answers your question, Jeffrey. Uh, if you have any more questions about that, please uh, feel free to reach out to, to Ross or I, because I, I mean, we both have tons of experience in, the, in that field, yeah. uh, as, as I know Jeffrey does as well. So I, I appreciate the question. Uh, you know, he's been doing TeacherCast for, uh, I forgot. I, I don't recall the exact number of years, but it's been a long. It's been uh, a pretty long time at this point. Um, so uh, Sonia says, "Is it okay to create to create podcast and call it radio?" Question mark. I saw some people call their podcast streaming as a radio program without being on radio. It's interesting. Um, I, I I could take this one to start if you want, Ross. Uh, so I, you know. I, <sighs> I, you know, podcasting is becoming more uh, synonymous with like recorded audio. And if you listen to the radio, it's, I, I actually do listen to sports talk radio here in Philly a lot because we have like three channels. Actually, I think it's four channels of wow. sports talk radio <laughs> here in Philly because we're just that big of sports nuts about our teams, our teams that don't win a whole lot of things, but they, you know, they we're, we're still proud of them. Um uh, they they talk they bring up the word podcast probably like two to three sometimes four times an hour it's kind of ridiculous um it seems like every producer every um host they all like every guest they all have their own podcast they're plugging they're plugging uh you know get our podcasts at the, you know blah 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 dot com uh so you can like catch up and listen to the show after like after we've already been off the air I, you know I. I don't have a problem with them calling it radio because there's still a lot of people out there that have no clue that, you know, a pot, what a podcast really is, or, you know, you, they hear radio, online radio show or internet radio. Okay. I, I get that. Um, you know, it, it's all semantics really. I, I think that, uh, plus there's a lot of people who have had podcasts that are now on radio. Like they, they, they got, they, you know, got their chops there and, and now they're on radio and they do both. And, uh, shout out to Clay Groves who, you know, is on radio and does podcasting. And, uh, I, you know, like this show, this show could easily be on the radio, but we don't, you know, it, I don't call it radio, but it's just, I think it just depends on who your target market is. And, and I wouldn't get worried too, too worried about the semantics that it's like saying, well, you know, I'm a YouTuber versus I'm a filmmaker. 
Well, both of them are probably going to end up on YouTube. <laughs> so technically, <laughs> you could be both. Your podcast uh, you know. might end up on YouTube. <laughs> well, exactly. And 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 to speak to that, so my my show, I just relaunched my show, Dreamers. Uh, well, it was is Dreamers podcast, but like it's I'm just calling it Dreamers now. Uh, and it's it's video first with with audio in mind. Right. Mm. So the idea is, is that everything that is in the video is also going to be on the podcast feed. So the idea is, is that you could listen to it, you can watch it, and I can go about taking the audio and making that long format. Like if I do a long format interview, it doesn't like I could do like a like snippets of it in video, get that, you know, five, 10 minute video together. And then put the podcast out where it's the whole like 30, 60, 90 minute interview uh, or, or conversation there for people to, to, to hear long form. So, you know, it, it's just content like this is like, you know, some right. people really hate that I'm a content creator, but like, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of consider myself just an artist of creating things, you know, and, and, and all that. So don't get caught up in semantics. Ross, what, what's your take on this? Well, I think when people say internet radio, your assumption for internet radio is they have a bunch of different shows. They broadcast more than, say, an hour a week. They're, they may be on all day, five days a week or seven days a week, or they have a series of different shows, whether they're live or pre-recorded, they're being distributed that way rather than just being distributed as a podcast you can go to a website and and listen to a variety of different shows but it, some people just call their podcast radio whether they're they're playing off of just something to do with audio and maybe they're relating what they're doing like you know the new sports radio or something like that they're relating what their their podcast is to sports talk but it's being distributed as a podcast but clearly we know radio is one thing and podcasting is another thing and then there's satellite radio which is something else but you know people in terms of what they title their show in the title that that they have some license to call it whatever they whatever they want but uh if they're saying they're on the radio that's different than saying their their podcast is uh you know, XYZ radio or something like that. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't try going and say my show is on the radio unless I knew for a fact that it was on the, <laughs> you know, airway somewhere for somebody to be able to connect, you know, dial into it, uh, and, and find it. I, you know, uh, I, I don't know how, like, I don't, how do you even go about promoting that? Like, because people aren't going to find, I mean, I, I guess it all falls in the same category. How's anyone going to find anything? You know, you go into the internet. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a big, you know, thing. But like, if you're just surfing through the dial, maybe, maybe you'll get found. I don't know. Uh, Lou, Lou Hastings, what's up, Lou? Uh, says, hi, Ross. I do a lot of traveling for work. Is my day, with my day job. Uh, I'm battling with myself if I should live stream wherever I am. But I think it might be interesting for an audience should i let it rip and just do it ross you you take this one first if you have internet connection and you have something to say or something to show or you have an audience that wants to hear from you why not i mean people love access and they love to see people in their everyday environment they love to see people when they travel when they're not just broadcasting from the same studio or behind a microphone. So 
If you're out going to interesting places, you're traveling, or even not that interesting places, there's a story there. There's always a story there. There's always somebody who's interested in what you're doing as you go about your day. So if you have a you know, good enough internet connection and you enjoy doing it, and then why not? If if you don't enjoy doing it or you're you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of an introvert, so I pick my spots where I go live when I'm out and about. I'm not somebody who could, you know, who's and I could do it. I could, I mean, my spot could be five hours live. Right. But I'm not somebody who's going to commit to, like, put a camera on me all day, every day. Right. Uh, and there'll be times I'll be doing something and I won't want to interrupt it with with going live. But. <laughs> There are times during the day you could hop on from your mobile phone and go live and show where you are and what you're doing or what you're working on when it's appropriate, when it's, you know, you're not giving away company secrets or anything like that. Why not? Why not? Um, if it's something you enjoy doing and it's something that you find is benefit or is beneficial for your business, maybe you don't enjoy doing it, but you get tons of customers or clients from it and you say, or you sell books from it or whatever it is, uh, maybe it works for you. But in general, you know, if you like doing it, I think your audience is going to enjoy it. Um, I just think it's cool. You know, from shooting video, Joe, that when you go to different settings, that's half the interest is like where's joe Where, where's he shooting that where is he telling that story where is he going to to talk to somebody or where is he going when he came with that discovery or where did he choose to tell us about that discovery or that change in his business or whatever it is so so that's kind of I, I think go for it yeah yeah i well and i think that's one of the things that um Sometimes it's easy to, I don't know, let, let your, your, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, you know, that little voice in your, your head that thinks like, I wonder what that person over there thinks about me talking to my phone like this, or <laughs> like, you know, who, who are you so important that you're talking? Like, who are you? Right. But the point of the fact is, is that you are somebody you are reaching somebody and then as long as like one person is watching or will watch later even if it's your mom or your dad <laughs> or your grandmother it's still somebody and that you you shouldn't you shouldn't let that bother you uh you know it is it is it is awkward i mean i, I you know i sh shot plenty of uh videos in all different places and you know it, it's it, it it doesn't get less weird. I'll tell you when it gets the most weird when I when I let myself get stand in the way and 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 I start to like put more time between me doing it, more time between mm -hmm. me picking up the camera, more time between me going out and and getting those shots and you know get really just getting in in my own way. Um. So so like here's an here's an example. Uh. So now like with my show uh dreamers and and shooting like i shot at the park did you did you get to see the video ross I did. yeah I did. yeah so so like there was people at the park right like there right. was the morning walkers there <laughs> and like i was talking to a couple of them it was it was kind of nice um but you know it's but and none of them were like what are you doing or why are you doing that or or you know they just oh you're, you're out there doing like 
video or photography of nature or something. I don't know what I thought, but you know, I, um, I just think it's really important to like not allow yourself to get in your own way. I mean, my next video I'm working on now is about the holidays. So like, I want to do a couple, I want to do a lot of shots, uh, at, at different places. And in order to get those shots, like I'm going to have to go and, and like be in front of other people to like get those shots and, and be comfortable with the fact that like, yeah, I'm, I don't have like an army of people with me that's like, cause it's like, that's one thing, right? It's like when you're by yourself filming versus like when you have one other person filming you, it's a totally different dynamic and what other people are, are like looking at. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, Oh man, there's a big deal versus like, Oh, there's somebody that that's probably like a YouTuber totally full of themselves. And you know, but that's, that's not the case. You just, you know, as it as a as a creator, you don't always have somebody else with you to do that stuff. You know, sometimes you got to get the B roll where it's like, you know, I'm I'm filming myself walking down that pier with my camera on a monopod, like, and just <laughs> sitting there filming up here with me walking down it in, in in a high frame rate situation. But it's it just is what it is. It, it all works because once you put the magic, you know, you sprinkle that that editing magic in there, it makes it look like somebody else might have been there with me. I don't know. You don't know. So don't let yourself get in the way. Uh, definitely live stream wherever you can feel comfortable doing it. As long you know, internet connection is is a pretty big thing that you need to have. Make sure it's secured. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just you know, as long as long as you're talking to somebody. That's the important part. <laughs> and you don't even have to be on camera. So if you are not in the mood to be on camera, but you have something you want to show, a story you want to tell, there's lots of ways you can deliver that through live streaming without necessarily going on camera. Uh, if you were, you like lose already somebody who's an experienced storyteller and creator and podcaster. So, if he were new, if he had never gone live before, I might say start a few times on your personal Facebook profile, talk about something you're very passionate about, keep it to five five minutes or so, do about five or ten more, and then start talking about your business or where you're traveling to or some, some of those other things. Um, but in your case, it's just a matter of turning on the camera getting that first line or two out of the way, knowing how to wrap it up and the rest will all fall into place. It'll be no different than, than really doing a podcast. Oh, absolutely. And Sonia adds, uh, it's great for taking revenge for the radio owners who rejected me (laughs) (laughs) or the ones that wanted you to, to pay to buy the airtime for you to have your own radio show that, uh, that, that isn't that great either. Um, (laughs) Unless you have the sponsors to back it up, right? And you can make more money from it than than you know than that, uh, than what they're charging. Uh, and she also says that they promote it on Facebook. Yep, uh, I mean that's you know that's I guess that's what what you should be doing, right? Uh, promoting in the places where people are listening. Tim, what's up, Tim? Tim says Tim. instead of who am I to be doing X Y Z, we should be ask ask we should ask ourselves. Why not me? I think a great example of that is uh, so if anybody is familiar and and I mean we're, a lot of us are tech heads. So uh, MKBHD uh, just celebrated 10 million subscribers on YouTube uh, to I believe it was today, um, and 
he his his like thank you video was like only like two minutes long or something like that but it include a lot of his first videos from like 11 years ago or 12 years 10 years ago 11 years ago something like that and i you know i think that was it's really cool to see like how low quality these these early videos were for him uh and and as a kid right because i mean dude's only like 20 four 25 now i don't i'm not sure how old he's probably like 25 um and you know it's it's really cool to see like where he's come from where where he came and now you know he's interviewing like elon musk and bill gates and he he just did a video with kevin o'leary like how cool is that like he's not even like a pro he's not a programmer he's not a uh uh um an engineer or anything and just be by talking about the thing that he loves so much for 10 years or 11 years he is he's getting he got the first ride in the cyber truck he you know he's getting all these this preferential treatment based around his opinion on tech wow <laughs> yeah I, I had a google oh are you serious oh he's great he's only uh, only 10 million subscribers he's gotta step it up <laughs> I know, right? And Holy he lives in New Jersey. He's in Jersey. He's in your neck of the woods. Maple really? Wood. Really? Yeah. So he's he's twenty six years old. He he wow. plays on uh I don't know, one of the USA ultimate frisbee leagues or something like that too. But yeah, well, tech he's is real his close thing. to me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not in terms yeah. of subscribers, but in terms of <laughs> hey, he's working location butt off to make that happen. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's really, really cool, uh, dude, and and hopefully at some point I'll I'll have a reason to get to meet him, um, but yeah, so you know, uh, I I totally agree, Tim. Don't be asked. You should ask yourselves, why not me? Why should I not be doing the thing that I'm? You know, like who says you're not supposed to be doing it, right? Usually, it's all up in here. It's all up in your head, and you get in your own way, and and next thing you know you're like man i i you know three months went by six months went by and i didn't create a video and i felt that way so many times this year uh you know not creating content and not creating getting to create content in the way that i wanted to create it so uh now i feel like i'm like plowing right through that and uh yeah I'm, i'm i'm excited for my next video which i gotta hopefully shoot over the next couple of days and um it's it's yeah it's just it just feels really liberating to be able to go back and just be myself rather than trying to like square in the round peg kind of thing right right uh so lou says absolutely i get in my own way for sure i'm going to start streaming everywhere i travel to i you know i that i think that's awesome i think people will love it more because you are the guy that that's traveling. You are the activist that's supposed to be going to these places and doing these things. And, uh, I think it, it, it makes a lot of sense for you to just jump on and, and, you know, make it a movie right there on the spot. Yeah. Where is Lou today? Where is he going to be? Yeah. Where is live where streaming? You, like I can't, I gotta, I gotta click that button and make sure I get my notifications. So I see where he streams from next. Yeah, because it's it's probably a lot different than what's what I'm looking at all day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, you know, I would add, I would add that once you start doing that, Lou, you'll find excuses to go and find cooler places to stream from, right? Because you'll get more comfortable, you'll start getting more confident with doing it in a in weird situations, weird places, 
and you'll just be like, oh, like, oh, I could <laughs> live stream here. But if I go like a quarter mile down the road, there's this really cool like mountain range that you can't see right here because I'm like in the town. And oh, he's in he's in Brownsville, Texas right now. Well, that's I mean, it, I'm sure it looks a lot cooler than where I'm at right now, <laughs> right now in South Jersey. <laughs> um, let's see, Lou, people want to want to travel to go live streaming, like having a lifestyle in Bali. Yes. Yes. People. Well, people want to see that. Right. I mean, they want to see life that they can't live like. Uh, what was it? The uh, Casey Neistat just did that video on the most expensive plane ticket in the world. Uh, it was, it was, it was forty three thousand dollars for one for I think it was for a round trip, forty three thousand dollars <laughs> round trip. That's for wow. one person. Two people, I think, it's fifty two. And not only do you get a seat on the plane, but you get three rooms. You get a private bathroom, a private bedroom, and your living room with like a giant TV and yeah. People want to see that kind of stuff. Like I, I would have never knew that existed, but he got to go and do it. What's you know what stinks for him though is the taxes because he got that he got that for free, but he's gonna owe taxes on that. And huh. it was just it was a plane trip from like Dubai or wherever he was Abu Dhabi to to L.A. or something like that. Like like I think I think it was a direct flight, something like that. So. Yeah, he got this free. You know what I mean? Like he got this great thing, but now he's going to pay taxes on that great thing. That was a one-time trip thing. But I guess he got the video, and that probably did well for him. Uh, Sony says you have everything that you, uh, you have everything to have live streaming. Uh, and Lou says I was just tearing down a dirt road along the Mexico border earlier today to find the battlefield where the last shots of the Civil War were fired. And you weren't live streaming that. See, you're doing us all a disservice, Lou. Like that's that's offensive. I, I mean, all you have to say is, "Hi, this is Lou. I'm along the Mexico border, searching for the battlefield where the last shots of the Civil War were fired. Follow me as I as I go looking." And you you almost don't have to say another thing. People are there. People are going to follow. People are going to watch. Uh, and of course, you can you can do everything from having casual conversations, you know, chatting with people in the chat as as you as you go or depending, obviously, if you're driving or you're, you know, you're riding uh, a motorized bike of some sort, then you probably don't want to be streaming at all while you're doing that. But if you're walking, if you're if you're parked, if you're stopped, I mean, come on, this is this is great stuff. It, it is. And the great thing about live streaming, excuse me, is there's no post work to live streaming, right? Like you don't have to be like, oh, I, I set up these three cameras and we got this awesome drone shot and I got to put like clip it all together and like get this awesome music and like do a talking, you know, voice hit, voiceover over it and do all this post work. And it's like, no, no, no. I just like whipped out the phone. Boom. boom, 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 boom. Did, you know, took questions, answered, showed people what was going on, and I went on my day. Was <laughs> <laughs> so I like my day? Yeah, yeah. Like I, it just, I don't know. I to me, live streaming gives that ability for you to to just be yourself, do you know, show something, and and get on with your day. Like after, like after this is over, like I don't, I mean, I'm going to turn this into a podcast episode, right? So I got to get the MP3 file and upload it and 
blah 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 do show notes and stuff but if if this was just the live stream like as soon as i hit end broadcast i'd be done like all right i'm gonna go to bed now <laughs> in fact in fact <coughs> if i could find a service that automatically automatically took the mb3 file and like injected my id3 tags that i specified for it with and and then pre-filled out my my show notes and posted it to my wordpress site i i'd, I'd be one less job that i'd have to worry about and do <laughs> uh because it would it would just it would just automate so much of so much more of the process than already is i mean i remember this this was even harder before when you had to record and you know strip the the audio out of the youtube like file right, when you were right. doing like google hangouts to do google like so Ross, how long have you been live streaming? So I've been live streaming since uh, late 2015, maybe October, November 2015. So a little over four years. That's awesome. And have you um, have you been satisfied with the progress live streaming has made in the in those four or five years? In terms of ease of use, access, um, discoverability. Well, let's start with ease of use. Uh, I mean, the platform that we're using now, everybody knows, uh, if you don't, full disclosure, I host the show that's sponsored by StreamYard. But the platform we're using now finally makes it easy to go live where you don't need to do a lot of preparation. You can do as much as you want to do. You can brand the broadcast and add different elements to it. But ultimately, with a few clicks, you can go live and you can bring on the guest with just a link. And it works. It's stable. Neither one of us have had to refresh our browser. I had to block my video for a second for a different reason. But <laughs> I, that wasn't that wasn't StreamYard's fault. So the fact that this is so stable and we could actually bring three or four more people into this broadcast and it would continue to be stable and look nice and sound good means that the average person now has the ability to go live and focus on their content. It used to be a big part of live streaming or any type of online broadcasting was knowing which wire to plug in where and which piece of gear. And in other words, there was a tech bar to to get over to to do it. Now the tech bar is like, you know, you have a computer or a phone and you press a couple buttons and you go. And then, of course, everybody can upgrade. You can get a better microphone. You can get an external webcam and or or even DSLR. (laughs) You can you can, you know, mixers and audio interfaces and recorders. But at the end of the day, probably the biggest impact is the platform that you're using, because if that's stable, then the quality of the conversation for the people listening is going to be good. And that's whether you're live streaming or podcasting. So I think 2019 was a game changer. We saw first platforms that made it easy to get on, but weren't stable. Then we saw platforms that let you add some professional elements and were more stable. But now we have one that has professional elements, is stable, completely stable, high quality audio and video. And it's got all these other features that just work. Like you can now multi-stream to five destinations if you have a pro plan on StreamYard without needing another service. 
Yep. Or you can take one of those five destinations, send it to a restreaming service, and go everywhere in the world. I mean, it's amazing what what you can do, and I, I certainly think the content has has gotten better over time. A lot of people start and they stopped, or they decided it wasn't for them. But people who've stuck with it have continued to grow and get better and get a better sense of what audiences want and what type of content and. I think ultimately the biggest thing the audience want is you, the broadcaster. If they like you, they want you to show up for them once a week or once a month or a few times a week as you travel, whatever your thing is, they want, they want more of it. And if you can deliver that, uh, you're well on your way. I mean, we see all different kinds of people with all different types of content live streaming and, I think the way it's going now, not only are talk shows like this doing very well uh, for people who are using them on behalf of building their personal brand or their business, but we're also seeing a lot of people just take a mobile phone like we were talking about before and take you behind the scenes before they give a speech or before they uh, play a game or before they, whatever it is that they're doing, they're bringing you somewhere that everybody else isn't going and then talking to you about how the experience was afterwards, you know, there's the show, but now they're, they're giving you a pre-show and a post-show. They're bringing you inside the locker room. They're taking you behind the curtain, you know, backstage before the, or, or after the concert. And it works for companies too, letting you see the employees who are making the product or get to know the sales team that's on the floor when you come into the store. All these different things are, are ways people can use live streaming without needing to reinvent the wheel or, or do anything super complicated. And you can get out there and get your business and your brand out there in, in just ways that an audience resonates to think about what, what, TV brings. Think about what radio brings. Live streaming brings something different. And that's the interaction that we're having with the people in the chat that TV and radio, for the most part, other than callers, really doesn't have with such a wide number of people at one time. Yeah. To really be able to bring the chat, like the, the chat live into the into the the conversation like we're we're doing here with the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do the callers, they'll do like their Twitter polls and stuff, but other than that, it, it you know, or maybe once in a while, I'll be like, oh, so-and-so tweeted, blah, 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 you know, but not really like instantaneous in checking I, that. And not to where the viewers are having a discussion amongst themselves. That's also part of the show. You know, you could watch a recorded show and people are tweeting about it using a hashtag as it goes or a live sporting event but this is the chat is right here in the the people are watching on the platforms where they're chatting yep. right yep. and so that chat is part of the show we see it and it, it's just a different experience so if you're in business you can talk to your customers if you're uh in, a, in an organization that's more social you can you can talk to your friend whatever it is that you're doing you can talk to your community. You can talk to the people you want to join. You want to show for an event, whatever it is that you're doing, you have the opportunity to talk to those people right, right there. They can ask you the questions, all this TV and radio haven't really integrated all that well yet. And I'm surprised. I don't know about you, but I'm a little surprised they haven't 
gotten further along in this direction because people want that interactivity with brands and with entertainment. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I was watching the South you, Park. You don't agree. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I, I, I was just thinking of the South Park episode. They just, uh, I don't know, it was like a week or so ago or two weeks ago where it was like, they ca- you know, they, call, they called the cable guy and, you know, he took, he took forever to get to the, to the house. And like, then they were like, where are you been? Like, you, you know, you, you said you were going to be here between 12 and five. Well, sir, it's only five 15. But you know he was he went bowling. He got a sandwich. He w- w- went like this grocery shopping, like all those things before he showed up. And he's like, "Oh, you're ruining you know America now. We can't have these conversations around TV shows because everyone's watching their own super niche little TV show. You know that they're that they're streaming off their streaming services." He's like, "Do you want that? Do you want to destroy America?" And he's like, "Well, that actually, sounds kind of nice. <laughs> like I can watch what I, you know what actually interests me." And it's like. Yes, that that is where we we are heading. That's why podcasting has has grown because people want to hear more opinions. They want to hear more topics than just the 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 little sliver of of space that the, that's been given from you know major media, uh, you know, over the course of the last hundred years. Um, so I you know I uh, I I think that it's. I think that we will. I think you're right. I think we will see more of that going. But I, you're right. I think that it's it's funny that the most we've I've ever really seen on a show is like live tweeting during the show, mm-hmm. uh, or live tweeting during the, you know showing live tweets of during a sporting event or something to that effect. I, I, I but even that I feel like that's kind of curtailed. Like it was more prevalent maybe three years ago five years ago six years ago and and is is slowly to my opinion it it seems like that's actually going away the the you know the whole live tweeting aspect of of shows well you you kind of had that thing where the newscasters would go like hey let's check a comment from twitter like there's this thing called twitter let's uh go out there and grab one tweet and put it on the screen so we can seem cool (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i yeah i i i think uh more of that is is i think it'll i think it'll come back around i think as people and i i, I was not yawning because of ross that is not <laughs> that is not actually what i was also thinking was was ross you need to plug your was it 220 predictions for not quite that many but i'm getting close 160, 160. yeah oh, i got it right on the second try 160 160 predictions for 2020 and you can find it it's at livestreamuniverse.com on the home page just click the big image and it'll take you there joe was one of our contributors again this year and um i talked about you on Streamyard connect last week uh, i know you you about how the ad revenue is for podcasting is going to go over a billion dollars this year and now we're part of that revenue. Woo, there you go. <laughs> how about that? Monetizing. About that? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Podbean, for, <laughs> for being a part of this, uh, of the history here, the, the icon history. Um, yeah. So I, uh, a couple, couple things I want to plug here before we start to, to wind down here. Um, if you would like to be a sponsor like Podbean, you know, 
hit me up indiepodcon.com slash partners check out the media kit and uh and reach out and we can make something happen uh if you want to be a part of our second weight loss game it's four weeks oh this says it's ten dollars it's actually been moved up to fifteen dollars so i'm going to update that while i'm talking about it right now uh it's just fifteen dollars to get your butt in shape you lose four percent of your weight in four weeks it's fifteen dollars you actually win money so our our the winner from our first game i i sadly lost i got really sick um my son was in the hospital twice and it was just a it was a heck of a november plus we had thanksgiving but i didn't really eat that much during thanksgiving um it was you know really being sick is what kicked my butt uh aside from being in the hospital uh with my son and and recovering from all that but uh but anyway um clay won like over 50 dollars. it was a 10 dollar buy and he won like over 50 bucks uh just losing weight uh so like shout out to clay more power to you brother uh and if you want to be a part of our next one it starts i think it's january 6th so you have like after January, you know, after New Year's, New Year's Eve, all that, Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and whatever else is in there, I don't know about. Uh, you get through all that, and, and then you have until like that. I think it's that Sunday or that Monday when it starts. It goes for one month, and you can win a butt ton of money. Go to indiepodcon.com/loser. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on this show, go to indiepodcon.com slash guest. And uh, I think there's like two or three spots left in May to be a guest on this show, which we record every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, live here on Facebook and YouTube and Periscope and uh, now Podbean Live, uh, which I think might have actually ended because <laughs> uh, my my solution that I came up with to make all that happen, I, it, uh, something went wrong. Um, so I will have to work on that. If uh, you haven't checked out yet, we have merch. We have the Indie Podcon shop. You can go to IndiePodcon.com slash shop. We have shirts and hats and stickers, uh, not just Indie Pod stuff, but like podcaster related stuff past shirts we have a handful of those limited edition shirts uh left over from mapcon 5 uh as well as i I think the podfessional shirts from uh a few you know uh, mapcon 4 i think it was um and speaking of mapcon if you haven't gotten your ticket yet for icon Go to IndiePodcon.com slash register, throw in promo code IPP. You can also do that for the merch and get 10% off merch and 10% off of your ticket. Ticket prices will be going up, uh, I I believe, in probably about a month. Uh, I want to say like towards the end or the end of January, they will be going up. So if you haven't bought your ticket, uh, I w- wouldn't wait too much longer. Get 10% off now while you can get it the cheapest price you can. <sighs> yeah. Um, you got a lot going on. I know you know, you're only <laughs> supposed to like promote like one thing, but the problem is, is there's a lot, like we only have one thing, which is the conference, but it, to go around the conference, there's right. lots of things to make that happen to deliver. It's a, it's a boatload of stuff. Uh, it's, so, it's good stuff, man. Better than having okay. nothing, right? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's that's a that's a great point. So, tell me, tell me about the weight loss thing. How does so, this work? 
so how it works is uh oh uh so how you many how many predictions weeks? oh yeah yeah uh, oh the predictions of 2020 is <laughs> awesome thank you for that yes thank you thank Thanks, you so Sonya. much for for that ross too because i actually for like it was like a week or so or two weeks after the due date and i started panicking thinking i didn't submit <laughs> anything because i couldn't find an email about it because i i forgot that i was supposed to like put it into the the google form and i was like oh no did i did i do it i feel bad i you know i was like oh i i don't want ross to think i didn't want to do it because i know i was struggling with it a little bit to try to think about like what what i wanted to to you know bring to the table with it but uh but yeah you, you know what's funny there's there's somebody who was in the predictions who like who thought wow this is a good idea i'm i'm gonna do mine and she did one for online courses and invited me to contribute one and that's where i realized going you know it's just two to three sentences isn't so easy when you're on the other side of it it's not because you want to sound like epic and you want to sound like the expert and i know all this stuff and i can see into my crystal ball and all that jazz and like i knew what i wanted to say but it took me like two hours to actually formulate it into like two or three good sentences. How do I make myself sound like Yoda? That's what you're trying to, you know, do in two to three sentences. Right. Right. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not easy. Uh, and speaking of not easy, so weight loss is not easy. And that's a and, pro transition people. Yeah. Thank you. So, so not easy. <laughs> losing weight isn't easy. No, it's not. If it was easy, everybody <laughs> would do it. And just like owning a business or like live streaming or like literally almost anything. Um, it's losing weight is not easy. So we, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to, to about, a, uh, like a little over a month ago, I wanted to you know start losing some weight and I was changing up how I was eating and decided to like, okay, I want to pull podcasters together and, uh, band together to like push each other to go and lose weight. So, you know, I, I, da I dabbled with a couple different, um, uh, tools like websites and you know like how we could do like challenges and stuff and and landed on diet bet which i had heard of before uh and so what it is is you you sign up for diet bet you place your your bet the goal i think it's uh it's this one is 15 dollars um the last one was 10 dollars a 10 dollar buy -in. i think you have to buy a membership too which is five dollars so it's it's gonna be like a total of 20 dollars and you'll have uh, four weeks to lose 4% of your weight. So in my case, because I'm not afraid to talk about it, uh, I needed to lose, oh, shit. Ooh, uh, uh, how many pounds is it? It was like something like, I want to say it was like 11 pounds. So I was at like 276, and I needed to get down to like 260 four or something like that or maybe 265 some, something it was somewhere in that range anyway you know i was like oh this should be easy and and, and in fact if they're like a week and a half i'd already lost like five pounds so i was like this will be easy because i'm running and all that stuff and then of course like <laughs> life happens and you're like, right, you right. end up in the hospital and then you end up sick and you're hacking up a lung for you know a couple weeks and you're you know in the meantime you're so you're not working off the you know the the holiday stuff that's coming down the pike you know, right, you're staring right. at it during thanksgiving and 
you know, you, you, you've come up, you come up short, but you still lose five pounds in the process. So yeah. So I paid $10, lost five pounds, uh, or I guess $15, but lost five pounds, uh, which is great, but it's, it's just the start. Right. And that's why get into next year. Um, and, and hopefully I can get my butt back out running and, and working out. And what we done is we have, uh, so we have like a Facebook uh, messenger group. So mm-hmm. it's easier to like, you know, take pictures. Like I was sending pictures of me and like when my, me and my daughter were going out running uh, to the group and, and it early in the morning when I was like getting up and going running, like taking pictures and, you know, pushing people, you know, hopefully pushing people towards the right direction, inspiring p- each other to like get off, off their butts and go do something <laughs> to make a difference with ourselves now are you betting against other people in the group or are you betting against like the website's larger oh no you're just betting against our pool so you can join up think of three to five games or something so like if you were like i am i am down like (laughs) there is games that you could like 100 bucks 200 bucks 500 bucks (laughs) like you could really throw down but you could win some like serious cash because you're the pool was split up amongst the winners and uh, one of the things that that made it easy on for me to make the decision to go with them, not just because I had seen other some friends use it before, um, but the, basically they said like, "Hey, if if everybody meets the goal, everybody will walk away with money. Like we won't oh, take a that's cut. Cool. That's like cool. we like in the name of like good business and good, mm-hmm. you know, being a great a good person, we will just walk away from the money that we were supposed to collect." Um, and everybody will get at least a, a percentage more than they uh, would have prior. So, so yeah. So, which is called, which is awesome. That means like, look, they they actually want people to like lose weight. And and if um, you know, if I was younger and didn't have two kids and and life wasn't <laughs> taking over, I would be like, Psh, I'm totally going to, <laughs> you know, throw down a thousand dollars across a couple of games and just go ham and go running and do my thing. And they have a longer game too, or they have like a six month game where you could lose like ten percent or, or or more or something like that, um, which is cool. But like six months is a long time to keep people invested you know <laughs> it's a long time to be starving <laughs> <laughs> you get hungry after six months yeah you probably would for a few weeks I, I can i can give up food but not for six months well now, i know that isn't exactly how you that's lose not the, i'm joking that's not the point the point is, is that <laughs> you make life changes yes 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 <laughs> you know you, you go and you do some working out you eat a little bit less you put the milkshakes <laughs> down i mean that that was my big weakness for a long time there i was drinking tons of soda uh i haven't drank soda over in two over two years at this point uh but then i switched from just drinking soda to like oh here's a milkshake and then I'm drinking milkshakes and that's just, it's been terrible. So, you know, about a month and a half ago or two months ago, I, I, I put the milkshakes down and said, okay, I'm, I'm just going to like wean off and I, I'm burning the cat, like my watch, I'm, right. I'm burning the calories. I just need to stop taking in so many calories and, and it'll start <laughs> to like slowly go down. And if I can just get my butt out and go running, like I'll just power right through so i like i said i thought it was a slam dunk for me but it just didn't happen but that doesn't mean we don't keep trying right there you go go harder so i would i would love to have you join us ross if, if you'd be interested um like i said it's not a big buy-in it's a short amount of time and it's it's in that that goal setting new year you know mode 
Is it game I'm, four or four weeks? It's four weeks. Four weeks. Oh, lost. It's a, yeah. So it's a join our game weight loss game. Four weeks. Okay. Yeah. Four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. I could do. I could. Yeah. That's. For, I could starve myself for four weeks. <laughs> well, I I hope that you're not gonna stay. Well, when does, when really does it night. when does it start? <laughs> oh, so this one starts January sixth i believe all right so i gorge between now and january 6th yeah you'll do your initial i can can hibernate for four weeks (laughs) so that so here's the other thing is is the uh your weight is private you like you'll have to submit um a picture of your scale uh and a body picture of you on said scale uh, they make you like write a word and put it in front of the scale. So you you do that. You submit it to them. They're just verifying that that's the weight. But you don't have to share your weight to the group. So no one else needs to know your weight. Um, I know that was a, a, a kind of a concern for a few people that were like, I want to be in it, but I don't want no one needs to know my weight. And like, I promise you, the people at Diabet do not give two SHITs about your weight. You know, the number. They don't know you. They could care less. Um, they, they, the only thing they care about is hopefully that you, you win, you know, you, you lose some weight and you become good PR for them. <laughs> uh, um, you know, like the people on their website, like I won $15,000 and I lost like a hundred pounds. Right. That's good. pretty baller. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> like you're yeah. in our next commercial. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. You're our poster child. Um, so yeah, so it's you don't have to give your weight, uh, and you can sign up between now and I think a little bit after January sixth. But I'd like to get as many people in prior, you know, as earlier the better. Um, and the more people that join, the more potential for money there is for you to win. Right. If you do your job. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you if you commit and make yeah. it happen. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so hopefully we had seven people in the last one. So I'm hoping that we get at least seven to 10 people this time around. And, you know, the added extra $5 sweetens the pot a little bit, you know, for everybody and sanitize. Though it does say on the website, like if, um, they have like a a 33% higher success rate, if you charge, I think it's $35 is like that jumping point of like people saying, okay, because, and it makes sense, right? Because if you have like 10 people at $35 not only did you have to put $35 in for a month so it's a little more like I, i'm gonna pay attention to it but like the pot is like 350 bucks now like now if like if you're the only winner like you're, you're getting playing like, for something yeah <laughs> you're playing for a, a good chunk of a change there it's so. easy to go out 10 bucks whatever i'm i'm going for that that sunday that triple four four six scoop sunday or whatever where, <laughs> you yeah, know if you pay 35 like bucks it's like well if i eat this i just wasted that 35 bucks and i lost the chance to win 350 i mean yeah exactly 350 yeah, that, you can you can get some nice audio gear for 350 yeah you can go get that that uh re 320 that uh that tim's been nine up for for a long time here um so yeah, so that's that's you know we we want to be supportive and we want to you know in, in inspire healthy change um as you know part of my branding dreamers and all that. So yeah, so uh so before we wrap up here, um did you uh did you have any last thoughts you'd like to give on on the state of streaming? Take a look at the predictions because there there is so much in there 
that if if you want to get up to speed on streaming or have an idea where things are going, and it includes people podcasting, like uh, their podcasting and YouTube, everything, smart speakers, Instagram stories, the whole gamut of digital media. Uh, it, it's great for people to uh, to get caught up in that. Um, but as far as as 2020 goes, just keep at it. Don't rely on one platform. That would be my my thing for 2020. Go to multiple platforms. Go to multiple accounts on a platform. Don't don't let that algorithm rule you. Be be everywhere you can you can be everywhere you can engage with people. Go because people want to want to get that content where they're at. If they're not necessarily jumping platforms to find you, come up in their news feed, whatever platform they're at beyond their favorite platform. They don't have to open an account somewhere else. I, you know, I, I would totally agree. I think uh, that's one of the things that's been annoying for me with, um, with you, like having my videos on YouTube. Cause I, and I've dabbled with like, not just putting stuff on YouTube, but also putting it to like Facebook and putting it to LinkedIn and all these other places. But at the end of the day, it, it you know what live streaming enables you to do is to be able to to, to stream all those different platforms and have all that but at the same time like you don't ha- if you don't have big numbers in one place if you if your goal is to get sponsorship it can be very tough to be like hey look we have the you know all these different platforms we're hitting and 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 between all of them we're getting blah 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 but it, it you know sometimes it's it's a lot more effective to just be like hey we have youtube and youtube we have 10,000 subscribers and we're, we're you know we're getting a lot of people just out of that place but it just depends on the content you're creating too and like are those people on that platform that care about that content because they very well might not be i and i think a great example of that is when you look at like um was it fast company or inc like they had these these videos where like oh here's um uh, uh, Marcus Lemonis giving a talk about blah, blah, blah. And it's like a three-year-old video that has like less than 20,000 views. Right. Because that audience is just not, they're just not on YouTube. So right. they're, they're, most of them are probably finding it through like, because they searched for something and they found it that way. Or there's a handful of us and by handful of us, it might be, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people that are on YouTube and we care about that kind of content in the business sector. And definitely with YouTube, it's a tougher call because you don't want to take any any juice away from the YouTube algorithm. You don't want to take any views, any any shares, anything away from YouTube that's that's going to grow your content because you want to get in that recommended content, which is then going to get in front of so many people and it oh, yeah. opens up opportunity and everything. Uh, but if you're you're live streaming for business or whatever, it. it Hey, a customer from LinkedIn or from from Facebook is as good as a customer from YouTube or Twitter or whatever. So it all depends on what your goals are. If your goal is to be a YouTuber, then maybe you want to do your main content on YouTube and then use the other ones to drive people to your channel. To YouTube. Um, but it's yeah. also it's also insurance against if YouTube decides to demonetize you, if YouTube changes up their policies if you you know who knows right so you still have other places where people can go to find you yeah 
Yeah, no, definitely. I yeah, you you know, having having like, oh, I got you know a hundred thousand people on Instagram. Well, that's great, but what like if Instagram closes tomorrow, are those people going to find you? Like, well, then we talk about email list, and then we talk right. about also making sure that they're subscribed to your YouTube and that they're on their Facebook and they're also here and there. And every and they know about your website, right? And you gotta right. own it. I I mean, I, I love um one of the one of my favorite youtubers that does this is is uh linus tech tips right and he has his ltt uh message board like his website is literally a message board uh he doesn't have like a a website at all but they have so many people going through that message board it's ridiculous because they send all the traffic from youtube to the message board so that if youtube shut down tomorrow well, they're already working on their own streaming platform called Floatplane. So, like, if YouTube went away tomorrow, it wouldn't. It, he he it wouldn't. He wouldn't take a hit. And he's got. He, I don't know. They got like twenty five employees, thirty employees working for him. Wow. Uh, and they well, they got like three or four channels. They put out like I think it's like ten or fifteen videos a week. Between I think it's between ten and yeah, I think it's between ten and uh 10 and 15 videos a week across all the different channels wow so yeah so, <laughs> yo, yeah it is and that's why i have so many people working for him like creating content and 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 all that so um and editing i mean it's like seven editors or something like that like just people editing video like all day long so um and because they're putting out they put out a ridiculous amount but the but the key thing there is it's like you know youtube's revenue is such a small f- portion of the money that they make it's it's not right. it doesn't even really like youtube could money could go away and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't drown them because they've you know they got the sponsorship deals they're sending people to their their own message boards where they control everything <laughs> they have float plane um they have patreon they you know they have all these different and they now they have merch there's some of their merch is like kind of really expensive but with that said like i'm willing to buy so i'm ready to buy (laughs) you know a 30 dollar water bottle like (laughs) i mean it's like vacuum sealed it's super high quality and everything but like it's still 30 bucks or i could buy underwear for 50 dollars for like three pair (laughs) um again they they like went and sourced their own stuff like to to Mm -hmm. make it like they didn't just like oh let me just go to like cafe press or 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 printful or but they're making like their website like a one-stop hub for everything to do with them you yep. you have your chat there you buy your merch there yep. you don't need to go anywhere else you got the community is right, there right. they're coming to you and 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 youtube is just a delivery system while while they basically build their float plane which is the idea of the float plane is like it might not fly but it can still float so it won't <laughs> crash um you know and and it's basically patreon but for video creators um which is which is really cool like i yeah. you know uh so yeah so i i i think you know and and i know todd uh cochran's a big purporter you know own your brand uh mm-hmm. through and through so it doesn't matter like you know facebook could go away tomorrow and it's not going to sink you know sync what i do because i'm sending people to my site i'm owning the the mailing list i'm owning the website i'm owning my feed you know i'm not the, the you know all that stuff but but that's it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish you know so you, you yeah. gotta you know really think about like what's the ultimate goal where am i headed and and how is how am i going to get there and what's and what's my technical ability to get me there so with that said this episode is brought to you by podbean 
Podbean Lives, uh, Podbean's live stream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show and is open to any podcaster on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join the live stream, live stream, earn money from the live show, uh, selling tickets to be in on the live show. Uh, and get listener rewards and engage your, uh, with your audience in new and exciting ways. If you're ready to get started, uh, sign up today at podbean.com slash live. That's podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com slash live. I'm going to check that out. That sounds really you cool. You should. Yeah it, yeah, it actually is like, so you can set how many free tickets that you, you, you want to give away, like the, you know, how many seats can come in for free. And then that you can set a price. Like after that, like first hundred people are free. Right. After that, it's this amount of money. Um, you know, and I just, I got to figure out uh, a better way to get this live stream over to there than the way I just did because it ended up, I think I only got like the first like 20 or 30 minutes and, and I, I'm not sure what happened there, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. We will get it back up and running uh, going forward because as a sponsor, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're uh, providing an opportunity to bring this awesome show to every place that we possibly can uh, that will have us. Well, thanks so much for having me, Joe. I'm honored to be your first sponsored show Woo! guest and uh, looking forward, man, to another year of Indie PodCon or yes. MapCon becoming Indie PodCon, right? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the changes. Uh, so there are, oh, there's a few other uh, things I need to, to, to announce before. So, um, so we're off the next two weeks because next week, like we're literally a week from the Christmas, uh, uh, and we're going to be off. And then a week from then is new year's e new year's day. So I'm not doing this on new year's day. Um, <laughs> you know, prior to having kids, maybe I would have, but now not, not so much. So the next time we're coming back is January 8th with Matthew Passy, the podcast consultant, really excited to have him on, um, and talk podcasting. And like, you know, he, he was at our, um, our meetup our philly meetup and he did the what's hurting your podcast talk and there was so many great questions if you haven't seen that uh you can check out the uh where is it at the ultimate podcast uh start the ultimate how to start your podcast guide uh it i'm like 90 percent sure it's in there uh it's you know as a youtube video or you can just go to the blog at indiepodcon.com so if you go to indiepodcon.com slash sap sam apple pie like i guess uh <laughs> in in the holiday spirit uh and you can get your uh you can check out the guide and, and he just did a whole long nice talk there about it um harry thank you very much i appreciate the uh the love uh harry heads i'm a youtuber found it hard to get following uh plus i'm a single parent it makes hard to hard to make videos i hear you i'm not a single parent and it's still very hard with two kids uh to make videos uh, and i guess i can change what i do not a lot of people are into history well there there is a there's definitely people that are in, into history uh if you're if you're talking about history as far as like 
uh, business, you should check out the company man. That guy is awesome. I would absolutely love to have him on, on my show, not over oh, this show or, uh, dreamers. Uh, he, he, his content is great and it's all about like mostly company histories and how they got there or the rise and fall. So, I mean, that's kind of history, you know, so there's people, there's people interested in everything. You just gotta be willing to create the content and keep doing it, 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 keep doing it and promoting it along the way. Uh, the one last thing I wanted to announce that I, oh, what did I forget? I, I, I know I, I forgot, I'm uh, forgetting something. Uh, we're, yeah, so we're, we're off and Matthew Passy and there was something else I was thinking, but now I, oh, speaker submissions, speaker submissions. And I should have probably announced this last <laughs> week as well, but speaker submissions open up January 2nd. Uh, at noon, it's already going to be here. Uh, in fact, I need to, I need to take some time and get the page set up properly. Uh, but if you want to speak at uh, Icon, I must have Mapcon uh, at, at Icon. You can go to indiepodcon.com/slash/apply. I think work. Yep, slash apply. Indiepodcon.com/slash/apply and. Excuse me. That's where you will be able to uh, sign up to potentially be a speaker at Icon. We we're expecting a large amount of submissions this year, um, and we already have a schedule set. So that'll be that will be talked about, like the types of categories that we have and the slots that we have available. Um, so it's 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 very regimented this year versus in the past years. Where I was kind of like, all right, everybody, like. Throw me your talks, and as long as they were coherent and made sense, we I was accepting everybody. Um, and we have a team now uh, that is going to be combing through those submissions as well. So it's not just up to me to say yes, everybody. Because if it was up to me, everybody would have it. Um, the problem is, is time. We always run over time, and and some of my teammates uh, beat me up about the fact that we we run way over time, year after year after year. Um, Hey, Regor. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It is us. Uh, you guys. <laughs> wait, aren't you guys in the same New York, New York City video mastermind? Yeah, I need. Yeah, to you get gotta up. come up I to New York to that. I do. I do. Um, yeah, I do. I need to get up there. That uh, we gotta make that happen. We'll talk. We'll talk more yeah, about that. Definitely. And Harry says the start of America. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, so if you want to know about the start of America, like, I mean, Ben Franklin's world, uh, Liz Covert, she does a very, very successful podcast all about the start of America, Ben Franklin's world. And uh, I don't know if that's on YouTube or not, but like, there are people that are interested in that. So I would absolutely be looking to uh, tap into that, that network of people. Harry says, thanks, Joe, for encouragement. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Ross, as well. Thank you. Thank you uh, Merry Christmas and Happy yeah. New Year uh, to you as well, Harry. And I hope everybody has a, a safe uh, couple, you know, whatever holiday you're, you're celebrating coming up here. I hope it's safe. I hope it's, it's warm and welcoming. And uh, I hope that you can for everybody's sake stay away from talking about politics yes uh, so that everyone could just have a 
have a great time and and enjoy each other's company and forget about the world around us uh for for just a couple of days because it's not it's not worth the people it's not it's not worth we could all die tomorrow it's not worth it exactly not to end on a a low note but (laughs) (laughs) all right well loros thank you so much for taking the time to to come and be a guest here on the indie pod podcast thanks for having me joe it's been fun it has been fun. I'm looking forward to to having you on again and 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 getting back in the saddle back in in January eighth, eight p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's when we'll be doing the next one, Matthew Passy. Everybody, take care. I'll see you in a couple of weeks.